I felt myself being swallowed by the darkness in his eyes, sucked deep into a place that could not be rightly navigated. For the space of no more than a heartbeat, we shared a common, terrible knowing. We were in dreadful trouble. Whether distracted by my sudden appearance or lost in his own fear, I don't know, but he was oblivious to the sudden swing of the mainsail sweeping toward him. I thought to cry out, but before the words could form in my mouth, fate dealt its blow. I watched, speechless, as the boom struck the side of his head with bone-crushing force. He lurched to his left. A sudden wave heaved the boat, and he toppled over the side and into the boiling sea. I stood frozen at the hatch, clinging to the ladder, unwilling to believe what my eyes had just shown me. Thinking to rush to the rail and save the man, I released my grip, but my legs were not accustomed to walking a bucking deck, and I grabbed the ladder again, sure that I would only be thrown over as well, leaving my helpless son alone. I cried out and frantically searched the foaming water, but there was no sign of the captain. The ocean had swallowed him whole and shoved the boat far from where he'd gone overboard. I felt a moment of dread for the man, and whatever family he'd left behind, but the thoughts were quickly crushed by the singular terror of my own abandonment. The empty deck before me looked like a scene from a nightmare, disconnected from reality, a single cruel image meant only to horrify. I saw the full scope of our danger as the boat rose to the top of a colossal wave. We were alone in the throat of a yawning ocean, a mere speck in that towering sea, so far from the distant American shores I'd left to answer God's call in the wake of a sunken marriage. Even during my tumultuous relationship with Neil, my family had always been a strong fortress of refuge. My whole life, mother and father and sisters and servants had always been at my beck and call. Even during the darkest nights, the land had always been solidly under my feet, but in that sea, north of Queensland, I was free-falling into bottomless chaos and death. The god I had come to serve was nowhere to be seen. The boat tipped dangerously onto its side, and my mind snapped to the crash I'd heard. Something had broken. The rudder? The keel? Or worse, the hull. Salt water crashed over the railings as I spun toward the open hatch behind me, grabbing for purchase, sopping wet. The water spilled through the doorway. I threw myself down the ladder, reached up and slammed the door shut, then jerked the lever down to lock the door tight, muting the sound of pounding waves. Stephen slept in peace. I began to shake. For a long moment, I allowed myself to imagine that it was all a mistake— I was still asleep beside my son aboard the Pan-American flight high in the sky, angling toward Australia, enduring a nightmare from which I would soon awake, safe. But then the boat lurched wildly, hurling an empty stainless coffee pot from the shelf to the floor, and I knew it was no dream. Large raindrops began to pelt the windows. Amazingly, Stephen breathed evenly, in a peaceful sleep. It was the only blessing of that moment. My maternal instincts demanded that I protect my son at all costs. 
he would continue to sleep without a hint of discomfort or fear. This became my sole purpose in the galley of that boat. Pushing away all thoughts of the pounding storm, I dropped to my knees and scrambled under the table. A single latch locked the tabletop to the stand. I clawed at the lever, popped it open, then jerked the top off the stand and stood it on end, bracing it against the cushions where Stephen slept so he couldn't roll off. I'd seen a box of canned goods along the wall behind me, and I fought for balance as I hauled it into place to secure the tabletop. In truth, nothing could possibly be secure in that storm. I knew nothing about making a sailboat go or turn or stop, even in a glass sea. The boat's mainsail was straining in the wind. Looking out the round porthole window, I could see that we were being flung over the waves, tipping first one way and then the other in a dramatic fashion.